Hello, everyone. It's Seth, PhD here, uh, scientist and dungeon master for Cheaper by the Dungeon, along with my fellow cohorts, Adam. Hello. Jacob. Hey. And Connor. Oh, Jacob. Well, how do you Connor's mean? an intern. What? <laughs> Look, okay. I'm a very low-paid intern. Up, too, up for so. a review next week. So, so you uh, can uh, sign up for our Patreon uh, <laughs> to help support me as an intern. <laughs> <laughs> help support me. Yeah, the intern tier. Um, yeah, so today uh, we're not doing any D&D at all. We're just going to talk hard science because we, we felt embarrassed by the last one and now we got our facts straight. Yeah, physics. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me adjust my glasses. Um <laughs> So we've had kind of an outburst of people. <laughs> uh, we've had a handful of people DM, post on Twitter and Facebook, uh, message us with the answers to our terrible physics uh, problem <laughs> in the last episode. Uh, thank you for that. Some of them have been great, <laughs> uh, and some of you have just been plain rude. <laughs> yeah, some of, true. yeah, some of you – listen, actually – Everybody who messaged in with the you know the physics and how like with the, when you throw a ball up in a car if you're accelerating it'll still fly backwards and stuff you're all wrong. Um, <laughs> I actually did some googling myself because I know none of you are professionals out there. <laughs> um, actually, some of you did have credentials. <laughs> it's I, true. I was about to say, was so, one guy like you a actually major? did have pretty legit stuff? <laughs> yeah, the one guy. Yeah, they, they had a major. Um, but uh, I did some Googling of my own in the Gary Gygax school of, of magic physics, and uh, I found I'm right. Oh, you're talking about the email <laughs> we got from Matt Mercer uh, exp- explaining it, how – yeah, he had the same problem back in like his earlier days. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, well, actually, he reached out to us because he heard our episode, and he's like – I'm going through a similar tower moving situation, <laughs> and I don't know how to handle this. Well, that's after he confessed to stealing our idea for the tower. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Screw that uh, guy. Yeah, nothing's new under the sun. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, plagiarism. But I'll let it slide. Uh, but of course, we have Jacob here, the actual one who came up with the idea. Jacob, I will give you the floor now to defend your your uh, move. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you you uh you can t- imagine you're saying this right to Matt Mercer's face to every every fan who loves Critical Role or any D and D source at all. Try not to offend them. Say it to their face. They're all teary eyed. Uh, give them an explanation for why you chose to think a magic carpet could be used in uh in a moving tower situation. Listen, you're right. By the way, you're right. Listen, <laughs> if I can think it, it can happen. And though, and we're gonna cut it there, and that's it. We that's it. good, out of and, and that's all the time we have for Jacob. That's all we have for Jacob. That's all you need to know. Uh, everybody, you're wrong. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and, and uh, Connor, uh, the intern, outside perspective. How was the how was the world? Do you think gonna take this kind of new media outburst? Well, if uh, if my time on Twitter uh, has taught me anything, uh, I think everybody's going to love it. And there's just going to be an outpouring of support and nothing negative ever will be said about it for sure. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Uh, Yeah. So um, if you are mad at us, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But legitimately, thank you to those who actually cared to 
to message us because we did like ask people to yeah, kind of, if yeah. they knew to clarify and, and people did so legitimately thank you for that yeah and uh all jokes aside i did promise that if somebody actually explained it to us i would kill zippy so here is your here it is it's the death been of really zippy. fun guys here we go uh, uh the clouds part uh David. david's <laughs> voice comes back and he's just like zippy you made a big no-no. It wasn't my fault, David. I didn't well, it know. it kind of was. Well, you should have known. And this isn't at all the DM's fault. <laughs> but he said I could do it. This might rabbit powers go. Um, a lightning bolt comes in, Zippy's dead. Now his twin brother, Dippy, is going to take his place. Uh, I always love Dippy. My name is Dippy Westboro from the <laughs> Ramble Patch, you know. <laughs> um, no, uh, Zippy will live. I'm sorry. I, I'm breaking my promises. I'm a terrible DM. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, let's get on with the episode because we left at a pretty fun spot. You guys ready? Yeah, man. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Uh. All, you, all the recap I'm going to give you this time is that they're in a tower. Connor's Darien's sword started to speak. The orb that was in it now is glowing blue, and it started to speak as he slotted in his steam gem to make a buster sword. But instead of a buster sword, we've got a rocket lance, and it's ignited. There is a line of 12 of them kind of circling down the tower on the stairs, and your lance is just fuming. Peterson and Zippy, you kind of back up a little bit because this thing is hot and dangerous. Um, and you ready to let rip? All right, Switch. Go! And boom! You ignite and you go spiraling down the tower. And you just, Peterson and Zippy, see Mechanos bits flying everywhere some are hitting you in the face you're covering your head uh and you just see this glow of flames descend down the tower and you look down and you can it's just like seeing a fireball move its way down connor you are moving incredibly fast the switch is molded around your hands to make sure you don't let go and you are just flying um, you pass by the 12, you've destroyed them, and you're just continuing to spiral down the tower. There's more coming up the stairs way deep down, but you caught up to them immediately. You're moving incredibly fast, and you are just bonking into the walls. You're clanging into the gears. The whole tower is shaking as you are just tearing it up with your switch, rocket, lance, sword. Well, it's not sword, lance. And you are just spiraling down and down and down, killing everything in your path Peterson and Zippy you are now alone near the top of the tower there's still the pinion drones assimilating into the tower and you can see the red orbs are glowing and and they're slowly moving their way in what would you like to do Uh, I'm gonna say Westboro we must run and I'm just gonna start booking it down the stairs too following Darian Zippy you gonna fall oh my goodness here I come (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, you guys are running and hopping down the steps, uh, seeing the trail of bodies left behind. Uh, 
Darian, you are still like your your lips and cheeks are flapping in the wind. Your eyelids are just flapping back. Uh, even your man bun is coming a literal unfurled. Uh, you are moving, and all of a sudden you see, boom! You smash out of the tower, and you fall out onto the ground into the snow. And you come to a screeching, like, side drift halt as you move the lance in front of your body to stop the forward propulsion. And you kind of do little spins in the in the snow. And you are outside. And you see your lance is red hot. And it's burning your hands so much. You are taking incredible amounts of pain in your hands right now, holding onto this lance. What would you like to do? Uh, if it's no longer fused my hands, I'm just gonna uh, drop it. <laughs> okay, you you drop it, and and the heat from the hands uh, does ten damage to you. Holy! Um, your hands Woof. are burning, and you kind of hold them to your chest. You drop the lance, and it is just immediately melting the snow around it, and steam is is like billowing up, and you just hear the lance say. Whoa, 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 did you see that, Master? I just destroyed everything. Oh, that felt good. Master, you proud of me? Uh, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty amazing. Oh, and Darian's just holding his, like, burning hand in front of him. So, have you been here the whole time? I guess kind of. I've never had a voice, though. I do remember things about my past and everything. It's all coming clear the longer I'm powered on. Well, what what things do you know? What, tell me them. Well, you know, I I remember this one time in the free world. And um, the the lance starts to form back into the regular switch sword. And the blue light dims, and the steam gem pops out as the sword deactivates. Um, Darren, now, now looking around you, you see in the immediate area, you're actually surrounded by a lot of mechanos. <laughs> There's kind of like a ring around you, and a hole from the tower where you escaped, and they're all just kind of circling around you. Zippy and Peterson, you catch up and hop out the hole and see there is hundreds of Mechanos and just a f- sea of red orbs looking at Darien. Um, what would you guys like to do? Sorry, can I... Is the switch cooled off enough that I can at least just pick it up and sheath it? No, it's still hot. Shoot. Okay, sorry. Th- there are hundreds of Mechanos around us now. Yeah, and some are flying above. Some are, most of them are down. You can see there's all different types. There's a lot of the spurs. There's some like that look like towers, and they're just like really big and bulky. There's the one that you saw earlier that kind of looks like a gorilla, uh, and it's moving its way through the crowd to get to the center. And the but, uh, and the spurs are the ones that have like the ranged attack abilities, right? At, at least at least they can. The, the spurs are like the little infantry units, the regular guys with like the swords, um, the ones that you negotiated with. Uh, the racks 
are the dog-like Boston Dynamic dog ones, and you see some of those as well with like the ranged missiles. Okay, because I'm just looking out for those before I decide to like try to flee. If I see them, sure. Like I, so there, there are some there. Yeah, yeah. There's some okay. there. There's all different types here. Well, I think I'm a little bit ahead of Zippy, so I'm gonna come scampering to a halt as I kind of like I picture myself almost crashing into the back of Darien, kind of thing. And then I'm gonna okay. kind of look around and say, "Tall one, I don't know if we can win this fight." And I'm gonna put my mask down if it's not already down. And I'm gonna stand back to back with him, waiting for Zippy. Okay. Um. This is like a really bad situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can only think to blame the person who cracked the orb to brought this upon us. Oh my god. <laughs> That's true, actually. So careless. Um, I'm gonna put myself back to back with them as well while I think of something. You all move out back to back the three of you holding your weapons looking at all the mechanos surrounding you um, they're all about 15 feet away like you're in the center of this circle uh, and you can see the helical robot the big gorilla one moves forward and comes out into the circle and says child of the fae found you at last do you, uh, do you have a name? I, none of us have names. But we do know what you are. And you are coming with us. Uh, what, what will happen to my friends? I don't think we need to discuss that. And he starts moving forward, stomping. And you see his hands... Uh, one of them, the right arm, starts to turn into three, like, cannons, like three uh, just uh, gun barrels, some big ones, uh, on his right arm. And he just moves forward. How, how, bi- how big is the helical? Um, it's, a, it's about nine feet tall. Uh, and it's pretty wide. It's, it's big, kind of. It's similar to Mongo, the giant gorilla way, way back, but as it's moving forward, you hear the crowd of robots start chanting and singing. While they start singing and it it gets, like, they're all kind of, like, occupied for the moment, I'm going to quickly turn to Peterson and Zippy and go, look, they're clearly focused on me, so I'm going to cause a distraction and you guys run. Just, look, there's too much. There's no way we'll make it through this. Just go. DM, how thick of a swarm is it? Like, how? Like, if they're filling a field, how wide is the field? Uh, it's pretty wide. Like, obviously, it, it, it's not, it gets interspersed, but there's, I'd say, currently about 600 of them encircling. So, all right. Let's do either of you have any means of escape and to get out of here. Oh, uh, man. Okay. I'm... Uh, okay, I'm going to put... My mask is down, right? Okay, I'm going to put my shoulder... My Sorry. I'm going to put my hand on Zippy's shoulder, and I'm going to look at Derry, and I'm going to say, Tall One, we will come back for you. And I'm going to cast Dimension Door, and me. I'm going to take Zippy with me, 
and I'm going to teleport us out of there. What? No! Yeah, I, I mean, as far as I know, they want Darien alive, and they, they don't care about us. They're just going to kill us as soon as they can. Like, the guy with the gun is coming right at us. Uh, yeah, that sounds a bit better to me. Yeah, we can get out of here. Okay, DM, how far is the the big tower? Uh, it's about five, six football fields away. So, what is it? A football field is like 160 feet times five. Oh, man, I better get the math right. I don't want somebody <laughs> coming at me. The physics guys are going to become the math guys. Yeah, the, the, those those damn old physics guys are going to come By the way, this crater is center. huge, if that's true. Like, if that's in the center it is, and we're yeah, on the outside, a, this is a huge Yeah, it's a, it's a really big, like, bowl. And so, essentially, uh, 750 to 800 feet. 700? Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab onto Zippy. And he has to be relatively willing to come with me, but I'm going to kind of get him by surprise. And I'm going to teleport us my max distance, 500 feet, not straight over, but into the air. And we're going to materialize 500 feet towards the big tower, suspended in the air, so we start to free fall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... You, uh, Zippy, you get pulled along, right? Uh, and the two of you go through the door. Darian! It's okay. And the door closes. Oh my gosh, what have I done? Darian, you are standing alone in front of a circle of, well, Mechanos. And, uh, the big guy is coming towards you. I... I'm going to force myself to pick up the lance, even though it's still hot, and I'm going to shove the steam gem back into it, and I want to get just one big shot off on this helico. You pick it up, and it's still burning hot, and your hands get burned a little just by touching it again. You take four damage. And you're going to force the steam gem in, knowing that this is going to get really hot and unbearable to hold. Yeah. Okay. You shove it in. The orb in the center is flickering blue, and your sword seems like it's shaking, like it's, it's really pushing itself to its limits. And the voice comes back. It's like... Master, 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 master. This is not a good idea. I just need you to hold on for one more. Just one more. Anything for you, my master. And I charge the rocket and I lunge at the helical, going straight for the chest. Oh, snap. It's, it's, the ignition happens again. Your thing is burning up. Uh, it, it's, it's feeling your hands with pain and everything. You take another eight damage. Your hands are on fire and the rocket lance is booming. And the helical giant gorilla robot kind of stops in its tracks and is, looking at you confused and it starts to take aim with its uh, right arm and you boom 
fly. And they shoot. <gasps> and you slam through the helical robot, dealing 10d12 damage. <laughs> I'll roll that for you. Gosh. That could be 120 damage. Yeah, you, you got 89 damage. You rolled really good. You go <laughs> smashing through, and there's just a hole in their chest. Uh, and you are flying over the crowds of Mechanos. They're all looking up at you. Uh, Darian, as you're flying over and your hands are burning, you take it's getting hotter and hotter. You're taking you take 22 <gasps> damage as the heat is getting insane and you look back you see the hole, you see the helical falls and just lands on the ground face down and you feel lightheaded and you notice now, Darian that what it shot at you hit you as well and you notice now that what it shot at you was kind of this chain that's wrapped around you and specifically a collar that's been attached to your neck and you feel lightheaded and you feel all the magical energy in your body leaving and you're still holding on as you're flying and flying Darian and you take more damage 17 damage as you smash into the snow and the lance flies out of your grips and you're lying in the snow staring up at the sky and you're going and going and the pain is getting too intense and you just see the red glow of their orbs as they're starting to encircle you and you black out. Before Darian blacks out, you see a small smile across his face, knowing he just wrecked that helical <laughs> and distracted them long enough that hopefully his friends got away. Wow. I feel like there was another way. And Darian's blacked out. Holy Zippy Christ. and Peterson. Let's go to you guys. <laughs> you are... You exit the door on the other side and you're 500 feet up in the air uh, among the the towers you can see only the towers are at a similar height to you and you're up in the air and you're free falling now um, but you can see the crowd around you you can see Darian starting to charge up down there this is a little bit back in time um, but what would you like to do as you free fall um so the idea I had, okay, uh, Pearson's gonna, ca ah! <laughs> I'm gonna cast uh, conjure animals, and I'm gonna summon a great snow owl to appear beneath me. Uh, what did I name it? Willoughby. I'm gonna summon Willoughby to catch us, because we're both we're both small creatures. Just like you said before, like when you're like Willoughby is the backup plan. It really was Willoughby's time to shine. Yes. Um, and and the great snow owl appears be uh, below you, and you land on top of it. It's gotten used to your weight, and it can fly with you. Okay, and Zippy's on there with me. Um, I don't know, Zippy. Did you grab on? <laughs> uh, yeah, I grab on. Okay, <laughs> nah. yeah, you're on. It's a little heavy. It's a little heavy for for Willoughby, but they're managing to like 
glide Buzz Lightyear style. Not fly, but fallen style. And I'm having him take us straight towards the, the center tower. Okay. And I'm going to say, um, Westboro, our only chance of saving tall, the tall one uh, is to destroy the orb in that tower. And I'm going to steer towards it. You uh, start steering towards it, and then all of you hear a boom in the distance. And you all look and see Darian is has launched his rocket lance. Uh, and you just see the decimation going on down there from afar. Oh, I don't I think Darian's going to die. We would have died with him, Westboro, if we were down there. They were outnumbering just- us literally hundreds to one. I just feel like we could have done something. I feel like, don't we have like an arsenal? Like, well, I just, there has to have been another way. We can never know. The only way forward is forward. Will you help me destroy this orb? I guess so. It's just the last time we destroyed a, an orb, everything went, went terribly. That, that is true. <laughs> 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 but I'm, I'm hoping as we saw last night, that they all seem to get direction, or at least some kind of communication means through the center tower. I'm hoping that if we can disrupt whatever's there, then maybe we can have a chance to disrupt their plans. Um, and are we getting closer by any chance? Yeah, you are. You're you're flying, and, and you're getting closer and closer, and you can see um, now getting a good look of all the perimeter towers. You see the one that you guys were in, the the top so the top of each of these perimeter towers uh above that like tesla orb room that, and you couldn't see above it when you were inside but there's these like giant levitating like half circles and the half and the smooth side is like glass um and and they were all pointed at the tower but that one the smooth side is actually down so it's like laying on top of the tower not levitating so you clearly disrupted that one perimeter tower um but yeah, you're getting closer to the center spire, and you can see it's a mix of old stone and mechano steel, and it leads up to the top where you see there's a there's this kind of multicolored glass room. Uh, but you guys are kind of halfway down the tower now because you're kind of descending. Um, but yeah, do you want to like latch onto the tower? There doesn't seem to be any obvious windows. Uh, I'll say um, if I can get you close enough. To the wall. Do you think you could get in with your doorknob? Absolutely. I think I think we can try to get that happening as, so- as soon as we can. Okay. I'll try to keep us covered while you do that. And that, that's the plan. I, I mean, I have no idea if that's going to work, if we can even slow down enough. I mean... I'm going to try okay. to open this door as quick as possible. You are flying closer you can see like you're looking around all the pinion drones uh are just are are they don't they didn't really see you get away and they weren't focused because every it seems like all the the people they had on hand had centered around this intruder issue especially uh darian the elogen um so there's not really any kind of security or the security seems to be very uh, lacking here. So you can sneakily get up to the side of the tower and Zippy, you are good to put a doorknob in there. And I'm having Willoughby just kind of like flap in place kind of thing, readjusting as best as he can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I put it in and then I, I open the door. 
you put it in a slot in the tower where kind of the the stone and steel are melding together and you put it on the door shape appears and you open it and you go inside the tower and it's pretty dark where you are it's very dim lighting but you all have night vision anyway so it doesn't matter but but you are in here it's dim lighting and you feel the floor beneath you is uh stone and you see around you there are just some cogs spinning but you seem to be in kind of like a back maintenance area of this tower where there's just cogs and and mechanical bits going on so you seem to be in a, a random part of the tower. And, uh, oh. Oh, sorry, not to drop, but d- did I get in there with him? Like, like did we? I assume, yeah, yeah you, you hopped in there as well, Peter. Okay, so. and, I mean, how big is the door? Like, can a giant owl get in there, or am I having him do laps? Like, keep the engine running kind of deal. I mean, like, it, it could fit through if it really squeezed, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be I don't know if it's worth it to get an owl in here, though. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say, Willoughby, uh, uh, just do some, <laughs> just go do some laps. And, uh, do you know what? Actually, upon f- thinking about it again, I'm gonna say, well done, return. And put it back in the Pokeball. I'm gonna dismiss it. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> Level up. You got your hoot hoot yeah. back. And then, uh, maybe we should close the door. I close the door. Okay, if we're going to do this, if we're going to go with your plan, we're going to do this right. You know, for Darian, he... I, I don't know what... I don't know if we can save him, but we need to try. Uh, I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace on us. Wait, you have that too? Yes! Yeah, I do have that. I just I just like to of live Of course you do. Does everybody on this team have this freaking spell, no. like for super <laughs> it's sleuthing? It's a good spell, okay? Oh my goodness. Yeah, okay, Bramble Patch sure. for the win, baby! Yeah, I'm going to uh, cast Pass Without a Trace. Um, and yeah. So what's your plan? Are we, I guess we go to the top of the tower and then we smash the orb? I mean, that's that's one recourse of action, of course. But if you can think of another plan, I'd be all ears for that as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is your plan! <laughs> well, you just seem to have a way with speaking with them. But if, uh, if, unless... I think we should go blow up the orb, personally. I think we can do it. They don't even know we're in here, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all we can do. This is a horrible situation. Okay. And we we take this slow though. We don't do anything sudden, like smashing orbs without consenting each other. Well said, Westboro. I won't do anything unless you know and approve. And I, I'm gonna push up my mask so that I can have dark sight too, because I don't really think I have it with the mask on. And uh, I'm gonna start looking for a way up. Like we're in a, like we're in like a, a maintenance room. Yeah, it's like yeah, like it, imagine it's, it's like a clock tower, you know, kind of like the the back end room where there's like a lot of like cogs and things. I'm imagining, say, I'm imagining Spider Man Two when he comes out of that closet with the pizzas near the beginning. <laughs> ah. He's like pizza time, <laughs> pizza time. <laughs> that's a, if yeah, we like, get caught when we get out of here. That's what we're gonna say. And I see. I was thinking mouse so detective. You, you know what I mean? The great mouse detective. No. All right, cool. Yeah, I get. Yeah, it's pretty much like a combination of both those 
you find yourself in in pizza delivery outfits all of a sudden, um, and it's pizza time. Okay, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start looking for a way up, like stairs or like a manhole ladder or anything. Yeah, you start moving your way through the dark and the dim lighting, and and you can hear the cogs every now and then are going like around you. They're still operating, uh, and you move your way through, and then you start to see the faint glow of red in the distance as um, there seems to be one of those wall maintenance droids that you saw in the perimeter tower is kind of zipping around um, in the next room area. Um, You can see in the middle of these stone walls, there's kind of a strip of mechano steel uh, embedded into the stone for them to kind of go along as a track because they assimilate with it. Um, but roll stealth. I didn't think I'd actually have to do that. <laughs> 18. Nope. Modified 20. Okay. What'd you get, Zibby? Um, I got a 20, uh, uh modified 20. Hey, right on, we're the same. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's good enough for this situation. You stupid pass without trace. Oh, wait, but with pass, it, um, pass without a trace. Sorry, Darian usually does this for me, so um, <laughs> that's... You get, like, plus 10. Uh, yeah, so. 30. Oh, wow. Oh, yep. Westboro, where'd you go? <laughs> I can't even see you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you got 20 just with the plus 10, yeah. too, Peterson? Yeah. Okay, wow. That's that's actually pretty bad. I thought I was doing pretty good until you got 30. Um, but it's still good enough. You start moving your way through the cogs and underneath and over them and, and making sure you're careful and, and quiet. And you can see the thing is just zipping around and it's using its its hands to kind of adjust and tighten cogs and, and screws. And it's just working maintenance in this back room. And it's just zipping around and, and you are currently undetected. You see on the other side of this room, it's only 15 feet wide uh, or 15 feet from you, there is a, a door. Um... So it seems like that's the way out of here. Uh, and and you guys would be w- able to stealthily make your way around it uh, with those good stealth checks. Wait, can you can you paint again what this room looks like? Uh, at this point, it's just kind of a rectangular room. You came at the, the opposite side and the door. So where you came in with the doorknob is on one side. At the other end is uh, the actual door out. And it's just filled with kind of spinning cogs that lead out small holes in the walls and stuff um and there's just a melding of stone and and mechano steel tracks on the walls for the little drone thing to to move around in but yeah it's just a bunch of spinning cogs and gears and like steam pipes that are kind of whistling and and stuff like that it's very cluttered so you are able to sneak to the other side if you want easily here and is there any sense of interior design like any trim any paint no, uh, no, yeah, just just uh, the only hints of design are the mechano steel, but it seems to be there okay, for so efficient purposes. Under his breath, Pearson's going to be like, ugh, hacks, and keep going. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> I wonder if I could meld into stone onto one of their tracks. <laughs> so it's not, so it's the, tracks, the, tracks it's, um, the tracks it's running on are the mechano steel, but... It's just like a strip of steel in a stone wall. Yeah. So it seems like it's a merge of high-tech and low-tech. Do I have like a carabiner on my waist from from this uh, outfit I have on that hooks me into it? 
<laughs> Actually, yeah, you're still wearing your kind of like climbing gear. Um, no, I'm wearing no. A, it, I'm wearing it, a Mechanos outfit. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. Your armor, yeah. No, those are just kind of like steel plates and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too advanced. Uh, also, does this give me a better AC? No, what? <laughs> this does not, because <laughs> it's just in, in patches. I don't know if that's a, a shot against my craftsmanship or my steel rabbit skin. <laughs> um, okay, well, seems like the DM. Uh, it seems like it's almost like unknown forces are forcing us to go through this door here. It seems <laughs> like we have no other option. I mean, you can meld with the stone to go into, like, a sep- like through the wall, I guess, kind of, but... Oh, so he can go into the stone, just not the metal strip. Yeah, just not the metal strip. I get it. Okay, sorry. So there's literally a rectangle hallway to this closet? Sorry? You're kind of in, like, this closet area. Like, yeah, and, and this just seems to be, like, above you, the ceiling is quite large, and you see the bits kind of go up, and, and the cogs spin upwards, and pipes go upwards, but it seems like it just leads to kind of black area or, or yeah it's just kind of the behind the scenes area where they hide all the wires and stuff should we try climbing instead instead of going through this obvious door like on the outside or on the inside on the inside look above we can we can grab those cogs and climb up that's not a bad idea zip i could transform us into monkeys <laughs> <laughs> sorry peterson doesn't laugh Whoa. okay <laughs> I mean, it's an option. Yeah, or I could make, or I could get my carpet here to, to bring us up. Although I think it's just one at a time. Oh, I thought its item description said it could carry two hundred pounds. I only weigh fifty. I think you weigh similar. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, yeah, this sounds like a much better idea than the door. <laughs> Um, if you're willing, I think with our with our sneaky abilities right now in this carpet, we might be able to just bypass everything and go up straight through the middle up here, bobbing and weaving through all these cogs and gears. Darian would be so proud. And jealous. He could never do something this cool. Oh, I hope he's okay. It seemed like it seemed like he they they didn't want to necessarily kill him, but I don't know, it looks like he wasn't really willing to go down without a fight. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I've just... I've already lost a friend, and I don't want to lose another. That Norman fellow. Yeah, he... I, yeah. Okay, well, I'm good with the carpet idea. If you don't mind me hitching a ride. If he had... Like, if we still both have the mountain climbing gear with carabiners, um, instead of just, like, holding on to him, like, dead man style, I'm gonna... I'm gonna hook on my waist carabiner with his waist carabiner so i'm kind of like hanging on his side uh sure yeah can i do that yep yep okay i don't like how quiet this dm is being (laughs) (laughs) well i'm I'm just a little sad because you're not monkeys but it's okay you know monkeys way back in the first couple episodes it would have gone full circle (laughs) all right we we go magic carpet riding very slowly and quietly. This should even be more quiet because I don't see the the car, like there's not going to be steps or anything. It's, it's, like it's propeller. Oh, Jake, I gotta ask. Like, are you unfurling the carpet? or Are you still using it like jetpack style? 
No, no, no. We're unfurling this. Oh, sorry. Then I won't. Sorry. Ignore what I said about clipping onto you then. I'll just sit on the carpet with you then. The magic carpet unfurls and it stands up on its bottom corner tassels and it kind of bows to you, Zippy, and it's waiting for the magic word that you have to whisper every time. Alakazam! And it kind of goes up and quietly like spins in the air like excited and then it like smoothly goes underneath and allows you guys to step on it. Ooh, ooh, it's soft. Thanks for letting me on. And it starts to go up and it's kind of bobbing and weaving. It's taking it very carefully as you're kind of going up and and ascending through this maze of cogs and gears and, and pipes and everything. Um... The the maintenance uh, uh, little mechanos thing. It, there you can see there's tracks on the walls all the way up here, kind of thing. Like you know, it, it leads up here, but it's staying down there because it's just kind of working on stuff, and it didn't see you guys. So you're going up and up, and you're making your way. It seems like there was only the one in this room, um, and you get higher and higher, and you can see it's getting less and less cogs and stuff. Mm. And you actually see there's kind of a hole. There's three holes in the walls where they kind of split. And cogs are going down one of each pathway. There's one to the left, one to the right, and one forward. There's not one back because back would lead you outside the tower. But you can see the ones to your left and right kind of curve because it's a bit of a... uh, It's like kind of a jaggedy. It's got a bit of a curve to the tower too. So it's not fully square. Um. But yeah, choose choose your tunnel or keep going up. There's a ceiling above you as well. This is their main tower? They re- Man, they really must hate Darien. There's no one around. Mm, that's, that's quite an astute observation, Westboro. Do you want to use the doorknob on the ceiling or go through the, the tunnels? The tunnels seem really cool. Um, I do have a three-sided coin we could flip. And... If, no, I feel like we need to just focus on getting to the top. The, the, that's where the orb has to be. Of course. Um, let's continue on to the ceiling then, I think. Peterson's going to sulkily okay. put his three-sided coin away. The decision has been made. <laughs> <laughs> you put the doorknob on the ceiling, right? And you see the outline of a door appears. And you creak it open. And you guys kind of peek your heads out as the carpet lifts you. And you can see it's, uh, you're really close to the top. You can see you're in kind of a a hallway prep area where there's kind of benches and lockers and things in the wall. It seems kind of like a gym locker room, essentially. Uh, And you can see there's, it's kind of just a hallway, but that leads to these kind of immaculate doors that seem extremely old and stone um but yeah it, it there's doesn't seem to be anybody in here okay i i start to slowly push on the doorway just enough so we can kind of like sideways float out of the opening while holding the weight like how heavy is this door uh it's not too heavy it, it you guys can can handle it like like it's heavy because it's stone and everything but it, it's not super super thick okay yeah, I'll I'll push against it and, and kind of open it and let Zippy kind of get out first, and then I'll get out after kind of thing, and scamper and kind of like close sure. it slowly, all not while like all while saying nothing. You guys land 
at the top here uh, and you close the door and you take the knob out? Oh, yes, I do. I do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you're in this kind of like gym locker room kind of area. Uh, and you can see uh, there's there's names on the lockers and stuff like that. You see uh, various names. You see uh, Dill. You see Cork. You see Price Brisbane. You see Lockton. And you see another one that says Lara. <gasps> what? Oh, my gosh. Okay. What do you think this means? This seems like <laughs> they're they're people from the town. Do you think they're running the show? Do you think this is all just a man of snow mystery? <laughs> when I, when I, uh, man, I, I'm not sure Westboro. I honestly don't know what to make of it all. I'm gonna first Christmas and now this oh. <laughs> <laughs> or pass around. Um, uh. I'm wow, a, this is a head scratcher, DM. Uh, Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pull down my mask and see um, if there's anything just noteworthy about the room, maybe inside the lockers that I couldn't see with the doors closed. Uh, yeah, so you see inside each uh, locker there is faint traces of magic in stuff inside them. Nothing overwhelming, though. But you look over in scanning the room. You see the door, the immaculate doors that lead out the one side of the gym room. The other side are just kind of like regular steel mechanos doors, but the other ones are stone. It's just a hallway. Um, but the immaculate doors, you see there's kind of magic spilling out the seams of it and underneath the door. You can see there's lots of magical energy past those doors. Okay. I w- I'll, I'll communicate that to Zibby. I'll just say there's a strong magical presence coming from that door something past oh my it my goodness um and i say there's a strong magical energy coming from this and i point at myself <laughs> <laughs> um are these actual like do these these look like lockers or they're actual lockers uh they look like they, like uh Essentially, they look like steel kind of mechanos. They look kind of futuristic lockers, but essentially for what we would know in real world, it, they look and you would kind of understand them to be kind of cabinets to store your stuff. What? Yeah. So they're living here or something. Like. That's that's even more concerning. But it's like it's like a gym locker. It's like where you put like a, you know, just like your running shoes and stuff. Not oh, your whole okay, IDM. Thing. It totally makes sense for gym lockers to be up in this giant tower here with... When we're trying to save these people. I get it. This place is a, a resort. That's not weird at all. Look, sometimes you need an afternoon workout, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You cross into the next room, uh, and you just see here it's like a Zumba class going on. <laughs> or that drum fit class with the drum on those <laughs> balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is there mm-hmm. a, um, a locker with Leslie's name on it? There is not. Okay. Um... Can I scoot down on the ground? Is there like a, a spot I can look under this uh, door here? Uh, yeah, you can kind of scoot down and look under. It's not like perfectly flat on the ground. Uh, you peer under and perception check. Yes, because I need to check to open my eyes. Well, also hearing, so. Just <laughs> kidding. Uh, that's an 18. You see there's kind of 
off the distance. Like it's very kind of like noise canceling, but you can hear and see footsteps of people working and scuttling around. Uh, you see really weird, like kind of uh, blue. It's like blue energy. It's like a, kind of like a ghost form looking feet on the other side in the distance. And they're kind of like blue and ethereal. And But you also notice the clanging of Mechano's feet and stuff. And you can kind of hear just a little conversation. They have been gone for eight minutes. They should be returning soon. Perimeter tower damage. They could be sent anywhere. We will need to calculate and write out the destination soon. Anything else? Nope, that's it. They're just saying uh, someone's been gone for eight minutes. Um, and they should be returning. So if we listen again, do they just repeat that dialogue like a video game? <laughs> if you keep listening, they say... It has been nine minutes <laughs> since they have left. You know what? Try- we must prepare for their return. Zippy, try again. Sometimes it's like a code. If you ask enough times, they reveal something new. I look even closer and hear even harder. It has been. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) So if he's doing Um, that for at least two minutes, uh, can I see if there's anything valuable in these lockers? Yep, you can roll investigate. Well, no investigation check. You're opening the lockers. Uh, They don't seem to have any locks on them or anything. But you open them up, and they each have very minimal stuff in them they just have these skin tight black suits with like threads of red in them too around like the seams and stuff but they're skin tight kind of they look like latexy kind of skin tight suits all of different sizes uh like if you open different lockers there's different size suits but in the one you'll find a latex uh suit and at the top bit you'll see there's kind of just a metal mechanos looking head that seems to be like a helmet, and it has just a red dot in the center. It's kind of like if you've played Metal Gear Solid, it's like the gray fox helmet. Oh, is it better than the one that I have on? Yeah, you're kind of wearing just like a little steel yarmulke. <laughs> <so> you may. <laughs> West, Westboro, come here. New outfits. Uh Oh, this looks really nice. I mean, I, I'm a fan of my own work, but this is really nice. Uh, I want this, and I grab the helmet. You grab the helmet. You can see it's just kind of a, yeah, a helmet. And and if you put it on or look through it, you can see, uh, it kind of. Whoa! whoa, whoa. The, I don't want to put this on yet. Okay, Westboro. Okay. It might be prudent to get the suits as well and maybe blend in Lord of the Rings three style. Is um, is Peterson similar head shape to me? Uh, you got chubbier cheeks. Wow! You had to bring uh, weight into can you it. Try, can you try this on for me? The, the helmet. Yeah, the helmet. Um, I'm going to look at it through my mask first. And... Okay. Uh, oh, shoot. That's just ethereal. Do you know what? I'm going to say, I would like to identify it first to see if it has any magical properties that could harm us. We don't have much time, though. Well, this would take ten minutes. What do you think? Uh, I think you should just put it on. Uh... uh... I mean, can he try to persuade me? Is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, go for it. What per- persuasion challenge? I, guess. <laughs> no, I don't know. If, if you <laughs> no, want no, it's fine. I um, uh, will this fit over my mask? I guess it won't. Uh, no, you'd have to remove the mask. Like, yeah, it'd be a little. It'll be pretty tight with the mask okay, on. Okay, I'm going to slowly unstrap 
my mask and I'm going to strap it around my left arm like a shield with those straps. And then I'm going to okay. slowly weasel my goblin ears into it and then slowly push it down onto my head. All right. Slump the helmet's on. And inside, you know, it's dark, but looking out, it's kind of just like looking through just red tinted glasses, essentially. Uh, so you can see around, you can see Zippy. He just looks red and the whole room kind of looks red. Um that's all it does. It seems to have no adverse effect on me, Westboro. How do I look? Oh, perfect. Oh, you look great. Hey, thank is you. Is there like another Is there like another helmet in this room? Yep, you open another locker and you see a different helmet. All right, I'll put this one on. Do you, any of you put on the suits? Yeah, yeah. We're just testing out the helmets first, DM. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you put on You're wanting to put on a helmet too, Zippy, yeah. from another locker? Okay, you put on uh, the helmet as well. You, your ears kind of curl inside, and uh, you see kind of red as well, just like red tinted glasses. I think this might even be a better disguising outfit. Uh, I say we put on the uh, the clothes as well. See if there's ones that fit us. Good idea. I'll start looking for like halfling size. Okay, actually, you're looking through the lockers, and. Uh, most of them seem to be regular human size, but there is one that is smaller uh, on the locker that says Lockton. Um, Zippy, actually, you find it first, um, and you see it, like, you and Zippy are relatively the same size. Uh, so this one seems to be the only kind of small suit. So one of you is going to have to wear the baggy one or a larger one if you want to wear it, and one of you can have the smaller suit. So decide amongst yourselves. You can have the thin, the small one. I'm a little bigger than you. Okay. Um, okay, I have a plan then. So I'll take the little suit. Or though we could just two-man it in one adult suit. Or not adult, but one humanoid suit. Like, one of us is the <laughs> legs. Vincent adult man it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, you could Vincent adult <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, um, no, I have, a, I have a good idea. Okay. Um... Is there room in this helmet? Is it or is it like tight against my face? No, you like shake it around your head kind of bobs. It's not super tight. Okay. There's a little bit of room. But it's not like oh it's not ridiculous amounts. With your permission, I'm gonna turn you into a little small creature and you can see in my helmet with me. Me? You can crawl in here. Yes, if with your permission, of course. Um would I lose my things? No, no, it all gets trans. Like, who knows what happens when <laughs> someone transforms? I wonder what the physics are. <laughs> um, um, well, but I have those gloves from the store that allows me to turn someone else into a creature once per day. Is it a okay? Just if it's a concentration spell, don't take damage, or you might eat my ass. No, it's, not a, it's not a spell; it's just like an action, right? Um, Peterson, I think I'm gonna turn you into something else with your permission. You see, I have these gloves, and there's instructions written on the hand. Once per day, a druid may channel their wild wild shape abilities onto another. Does not spend one of the druid wild shape points. I don't know what that means. Um, can only one can only wild shape another person to an animal that they could wild shape into. If used on someone unwilling, they must use a 
some deck save and turn into the thing you desire. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm willing. So let's ignore that last part. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't. Um, probably some fey language. Um, <laughs> just make me something <laughs> with some escapability or uh, combat ability. I could turn you into like a mouse or an ant or like a cockroach or a centipede or or like a rat. Or you know what? nothing even like a fish. I could like I could put water in here. Maybe um I could also turn you into maybe like a bird, a little Tweety bird, Ooh, or birds. Like I could I could turn you into a worm, or <laughs> how about or a, how about a bat? I could turn you into a bat. I kind a of fire ant. <laughs> you could bite someone. Um, what, sorry, what were you saying? I'm really feeling a bat. I mean, the ear size is kind of the same. Ugh. I'm not. That's. A, I'm not feeling a bat. So let's continue our options here. Um, I could turn you into a parrot, or I could turn you into um, a monkey, but that'd be a bit too big. Let's keep it small. Um, How about a small parrot, so I can at least communicate with you one or two phrases. You. I think we share a telepathic link. I could be wrong though. Uh, if you're an animal, Z- that Zippy kind of knows. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Zippy would be able to I talk. I can understand you. Okay, well, you know what? Sur- um, surprise me. Let's turn, you into- let's turn you into a mouse. Squeaky squeak. The very first thing I said. Okay. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's, like, the weakest one, but at least I'll be fast. Okay. DM, I turn him into a mouse with these gloves. Alakazam. Uh, Bibbidi-bobbidi-boop. You are a wait, mouse, wait. Peterson. With a very tiny little mask. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like the same so goblin mask. <laughs> And and you want you're in Zippy's hands right now. Get in here, you rascal! And I turn my neck so that he can slide through. Wow, this is weird. <laughs> I I crawl it. You you slide through, and now you're on top of Zippy's head, kind of like Ratatouille the movie, uh, except instead of a chef hat, it's a chef mask, like a helmet. <laughs> and uh, and you're one in the same in there. I don't know if it makes if. if I don't think he should be on top of my head because the helmet's pushing down on there. He should be on my cheek or something. That's true. Yeah, he, he's he's on. He's hanging on the whiskers. Cheek. Exactly. As you guys set that up, you hear uh, a magical just in the other room, and you can hear footsteps coming towards the door. It seems like they're going to be entering the room now. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't keep listing off animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They walk in. Um, uh, maybe this, maybe that. <laughs> and, then, and then they just open the door and they're like, "Uh, okay." How snug is this outfit? I, it's skin tight. Oh, like like all your all your your rabbit folds and love handles are. They're gonna think I there. crap my pants with the tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, but you hear the magical sound and footsteps start moving, and you see. The door opens and parts, and uh, you see two um, spurs and another helical kind of move oh, their way out into the room. Uh, and behind them is someone wearing the exact same suit as you are now, Zippy, like this, this skin tight thing, uh, and the helmet. And you can see uh, that on their suit, there's actually kind of a center dial thing similar to the switch sword that Darian has and there's 
uh, a gem in the center that you've never seen Darien ever have. Uh, but the Mechanos and this person come inside. Uh, the helical robot speaks up and says, Wait, Lockton, what are you doing right now? What are you doing here? It's Lara's day today. Your day is in 48 hours. How did you get here? Um, I heard noises with everything going on. I thought I could be some assistance. What? Did Helen let you out? Ah, uh, there's enough going on in the, in the city today. Ah, uh, I'll deal with this one moment. And you see uh, the helical robot turns around, grabs the gem from the person's suit uh, and the dial. It kind of like sticks off. Um, and the person in the suit removes their helmet. And you see a female dragonborn with some green scales. It's Lara, per Leslie's descriptions. And that's where we're going to take a break. Do you feel it? Do you feel the love in the air? Yes? Hello, it's Seth, your matchmaker and personal Cupid, here with another mid-roll. And the reason I'm talking about love is because of our Valentine's giveaway. Uh, We actually have one up right now on our Twitter, at Cheaper Dungeon, plug. And uh, we have a giveaway where you can win a little miniature version of uh, our cursed curiosity collector himself valentine yes and you, he's even holding a little dog that that comes up with new swear words whenever you whisper your favorite cheeses in its mouth it's fantastic uh so yeah um you can win a little miniature to put on your own D games uh if you go to our twitter and check that out but i'm also talking about love and all that stuff because we just got some serious love from our two new patreon people uh patrons oh why i call them patreon people our newest patrons thank you so much i see you i saw i saw that you joined up jenna and nicole thank you from the bottom of our hearts uh patreon people again i'm saying that Uh, but seriously uh our patrons are are kind of the lifeblood they really help us improve our audio quality i mean have you listened to season one and now you listen to this episode and you're like, what happened? And it's because of you people. It's because it's because of our patrons and, and the support we get. And if any of you listening also want to become a patron, we'd really appreciate it. You don't have to. Uh, we'll keep making the show anyways. But for those that do, we're coming out with new like audiobook lore type stuff. But uh, keep your eyes out and we'll keep you posted on, on any new bonus content we make. And also, if you don't want to support us on Patreon, uh, don't worry about it. We'll make the show anyways. But if you could leave us a like or review on like iTunes or that Podchaser one that's new, uh, those always really help us out. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you to all the cheapskates as well uh, just for listening to this episode. And I'm sure you're curious, when's the next one going to go up? Well, two weeks, as usual. Let me pull up the calendar, the, the, the hidden calendar. Let me find it. It's going to be, hmm... I look at my star logs, depending on the moon cycle, we're going to be getting our next episode up to you on February 25th. 
Man, February flew by. Yeah, 2020 is going quick. Uh, but yeah, February 25th is when our next episode's going up. So we hope you tune in then as well. Uh, and yeah, I, I think that's everything. And if you want to keep up to date with us or our giveaways, you can follow us on our social medias, uh, Facebook, Cheaper by the Dungeon, Instagram, Cheaper underscore Dungeon. I'm getting into the, the Instagram game there. And uh, Twitter, at Cheaper Dungeon, as per usual. Uh, but yeah, thank you to you all for listening and, uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode and hashtag, uh, thoughts and prayers for Darian, please. He's in a tough spot. Um, (laughs) all right. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And Darian's dead. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, we're back. We're back. And, uh, we are currently in... A little bit of a futuristic locker room with Mechanos people. We have a helical, one of those big gorilla bots, uh, and two spurs, which are the little infantry bots. Um, and Lara. Lara, the dragonborn girl, and the lover of potential lover of Leslie, uh, the missing boy right now. Um, so uh, you are in there. Lara has removed her helmet. And they are questioning you because you've put on Lockton's clothes from his locker and you're kind of impersonating him right now in your full gray fox black skin suit thing. Um, Lara pipes up before you, you continue talking and vouching for yourself and says, Oh, um, uh, w- uh, wait, before, before we uh, discuss however he got here, how, how about you take my, uh, my helmet? Uh, it's it's got all the information from that weird trip I just took. So, um, uh, you might want to analyze that right now. We'll we'll see. And the helical just says, "Here, Spur, analyze the helmet. And for you, I'll wait. I'm getting a transmission. The Elogen's been captured. I'll need to go to the bottom." I'll go immediately. You two, Spurs, watch them and make sure the helmet gets analyzed now. And the helical uh, stomps its way past you and moves out the other side of the the hallway and outside. And you can see it leads to kind of a stairwell and stuff like that. So you are just in the room with these two little Spurs, Lara, and one of them's holding the helmet. Um, and they just say thank you for your assistance I will analyze this helmet immediately give me a moment and it starts walking uh, back out the room following the helical as well uh, holding the helmet so now you're just in a room with Lara a spur robot and yourself and the last one just says so how's it going uh, I continue to say nothing. Lara uh, speaks up and just says, ah, yeah, yeah, you know, it's good. Um, pretty tired, pretty beat up from this last one. Uh, but, uh, man, uh, Mr. Robert, I would kill for some water or something right now. I feel like I'm going to faint or pass out. I used up all, all my juice in, the, in this last go. So uh, if you don't mind getting me some. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, totally. I'll get you some water. Be right back. And the spur leaves the room as well. And it's just 
yourself, and Lara. I and Lara just her. looks at you. You pounce at her? <laughs> yeah, and go for her throat. Squeak, squeak! <laughs> she, she, let me make a, a save. Oh, she, she like moves out of the way and like jujitsu just like slams you to the ground. <laughs> and just squeak, like, squeak. pins you down and just says, who are you? You're not locked in. Who are you? Who are you? You, you why are you working with those people? What, what what is going on? And she's starting to remove your helmet. Squeak, squeak! Uh, <laughs> I, I, sh- I shake my head away and try to dodge her hands. I, <laughs> make, uh, make a dexterity save. I try and, like, knee her in the groin. <laughs> and I, uh, I assist however I can. <laughs> okay. Uh, make a dexterity save. Um, you can't really assist as a mouse, even if it's Ratatouille style. <laughs> I grab on his ears and like joy cuts. <laughs> Dexterity save. Let's, that is a 15. Um, okay, you manage to like squirm your way out. You kind of kick her back. You don't kick her in the groin or anything, but she kind of removes her grip a little bit and you scurry away, still holding your head and your helmet on. And she just looks ready to fight. I And I'm going to say, let me, uh, uh, Westboro, let me out. Um, but then, but then I waste my mouse, my mouse thing on you. That's She's true. running at you, oh. Kill Bill style. She's gonna just air kick you, like just, like literally drop kick you in the chest, Zippy. Um, what's your uh, AC? Fourteen. Okay, she totally hits and just boom, and you go like on your back, <laughs> sliding across the other end of the gym, uh, or the sorry, the locker room, and you take. Uh, only five damage. Ha! Weakling. Um, Never mind. Leave me in here. <laughs> yeah, you're getting bounced around in the helmet, Peterson, as a rat. Wait, 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 wait. Let's talk for a second. Look, I've been through... How do you... Why do you think I'm so on edge? I'm all the way up here. And, and like, I did it all by myself. What do you... Can't you see them on edge here? I don't know who you are, and you're clearly with them. I'm not with anyone. I'm a greeter. I work alone. Oh, shit. Wait, are you a greeter or a greeter? Greeter. 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 Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait, 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 wait. One second, then. Um, <laughs> I guess I didn't keep my pouch on me with the skin-tight suit. Um, can we say I just left it in one of the lockers? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I go to my pouch in one of the lockers and I pull out, I think I should, I should still have it. The greeter, the greeter cloak that I've had since episode two. Or okay. Three? Yeah. Yeah. You've had it since episode two or I guess, you, I, yeah, you got it at the middle bit of episode two you would in still season have one. The papers too. <laughs> yeah. I got all my documentation here. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so wait, you wait. pull out the greeter's cloak? Yeah. And I show it to her. And Lara's fists drop. And she's like, wait. Who are you? I don't remember you from the guild. Um, no. But I had a friend. Who, this is this is their cloak. Uh, they, I was with a, a group of them. And, and uh, keep it as a memento to carry on his legacy. Wait. Let me see that. Do you hand it oh. over? Oh uh, no! Oh no! 
Wait, how do how can I trust you? I kind of pull it away. I don't have my cloak on me, clearly. It, it, it's back at my, like, apartment area, but... Say something only a greeter would know. Uh, I mean, like, go, greeter, go? Like, I, I don't know. Gold, I like... We don't have a catchphrase. No, but I know things about the greeters... And okay, listen, okay, I came here with a bunch of the Greeters Guild and Felix and everything. We came here and looking for a grand treasure. The people back at home, it's, if you knew them or were there recently in Orem, there was Stretch, there was there was Mondo, the Apeling, there, there was there was Zodiac, um, uh, Hotbox. Oh, I loved Hotbox. <laughs> oh, no, Hotbox. <laughs> Rip Hotbox. <laughs> well, I think this this is Hotbox's cloak here. And, okay, I can tell you're with one of the greeters. Um, do you really need to see it, though? I- I'm keeping this possession for him to remember him by. I'm, d- I'm not going to steal it. I just need to s- want to see it. Okay, but if you kick me again, I'm going to be really upset. I'm sorry. Okay, if you're a greeter, I'm sorry. I didn't... No, I'm Whatever. not a greeter. I'm an adventurer. The best of the kind. Okay, sure. Adventurer, whatever you call it. Sounds good. Can I have it now? Mm, here you go. But I want it back. And she looks at it and holds it up to the light. And yeah, it's black, real. Black cloak <laughs> with, with gold gold seams and stuff. Uh, the greeter cloak. <laughs> She's like, yeah. She's like, this is the greeter's cloak. And, and the name tag. Hotbox. You said to remember him by... What What happened? Well, they weren't supposed to do any missions while we were gone. They were just supposed to hold down the fort so we all got back. It was a pair of gorillas. He had no chance. <laughs> what? Were they in yeah. Leek's Garden? Yeah. It, everything went down. The king of Orem died. His son took the throne. And, our grandson took the throne. And Cold? Yeah, it's crazy. And we're kind of friends with him now. See, he even gave us these cloaks. And I show my other cloak that I got from Cole. And they kind of have her. like an insignia on them of Orum. And she's like, whoa, geez. So you're royal guards then or something like that. No, I'm an adventurer. The best of the best. Okay, you've clearly had a wild story so far. But what what the hell are you doing here? Well, we're with a, a prince of the Feywild, actually. And... Where he's kind of figuring out his own issues here, obviously with the Mechanos, and then we're also here to see if there's any lead on Felix. Why, why are you looking for Felix? Oh, it's a long story, but we found the first grand treasure. We're looking for the next grand treasure. It's kind of our whole arc going on here. Um, my name. Okay, so you are I, a greeter. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. No, I just, I found a great new purpose in life. Uh, I see, I'm I'm from the Bramble Patch. My name's Zippy Westboro. And I I grew up tilling the gardens and I have my own plot and everything. It's kind of what you get when you're a, a Westboro person. You, you get, grow up, you go through Lapine School and everything. You learn about the Bramble Patch and all the different houses in the Bramble Patch. The whole, there's the Black Bunny uh, clan, the... Um, uh, 
wet foot clan. I have this written down. <laughs> uh, there's the Black Bunny uh, clan. There's also the Westboro wait, wait, wait. So clan. So you're, and so you're saying you're a Lapine? Yes, from the Bramble Patch. And I'm not done my story. Um, I wait, take your take. Why are we take your helmet off? Oh, but, um, I'd rather keep it on, please. I started climbing down the back of his neck. No, his uh, she's gonna think I lied to her. <laughs> no, no, into the back. So if you take the helmet off, oh, okay, oh, okay, Perfect. Nice okay. thinking. Yeah, you, you, you are like a lump on his back underneath the skin tight suit now. I'll hold my ears back to almost create an umbrella over my neck. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll take off my helmet so that you know you can trust me. Uh, I take it off and kind of gesture to uh, Peterson, but it seems like he gets the idea to go on the back of my neck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I take it off. Okay. And she's like, wow. You know, yeah, I've actually never... Cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you kind of are. But I've never actually seen a Lapine before. Do you know Jay at all? Oh, you mean my Uncle Jay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, weird How guy. do you know him? Uh, Well, he, he kind of, he, well, he saved my life once, but he's the one who kind of encouraged me to be a greeter, I guess. But what, Uncle Jay plans. is like a greeter recruiter? No, he's not a greeter recruiter. He's I guess he's an adventurer like you. I guess you might get it from your uncle, even though I guess you're not biologically at all related, but... My parents always told me to not to, to put too much stock into Uncle Jay's funny stories. Yeah, he's kind of a oddball. But don't, don't yeah. make fun of my I heard, uncle, I heard he please. went to the Bramble Patch. I'm sorry. Yeah, whoa, okay, sorry, but small world, <laughs> I guess. Small he was world. like one of the he, we we never have people go into the Bramble Patch. It's like a sacred place, uh, and there's humans coming in is very rare. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why Jay did rare. That's what I'm saying. That's why I've never met one of you. And here I am, in the flesh. Now shut up. What are we talking about again? <laughs> uh, right, yeah. <laughs> what um, are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what, what were we talking about? Oh, this yeah, is Felix. a greeter cloak, and I'm here for Felix. None of your business. My friend may have died outside because of you, and okay. y- even your boyfriend's here looking for you. And her face drops. What? Yeah, your boyfriend's here. He kind of almost turned us in. He... He came for me? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're a greeter and you, with this loser? Her, she turns away. Her face is, like, bright red. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. <laughs> well i don't know what's with that dude but he's in the no with the mechanos i don't know what's going on but he left us to die as far as i'm concerned what Les- leslie would never do that no what well he did and he i don't know where my friend is and i'm hoping that maybe if i do something to the orb in this tower that we might be able to fix what's happening with these mechanos and this is getting all out of hand wait wait she she's like 
Deep breaths, deep breaths. Okay, calm, calm. <laughs> okay, uh, no, no, you can't. You, you can't touch. You, you can't touch that. We need that. We need that? Why do you need that? What are okay, you even listen. doing with these mechanos if you're a greeter? Okay. I, it's kind of a weird partnership. Okay. Can you just... Felix... Can you... Can you I'm gonna t- I'm gonna explain it, okay? points. I hate long stories. Yes. Okay. Felix, greeter, led the... Came back. Uh, he's kind of the leader of the greeter's guild, essentially. But, you know, he's always gone doing his own thing. So it never really happens. Uh, but anyways, he came back one day and he took all of us, except, you know, Zodiac stretched them. Uh, oh, they yes, stayed I behind. It, and we all traveled across the world to get to Manisnow and then eventually here. Felix said he had blah, the blah, lead blah. On, Hurry it up. He found the lead on a, jeez, he found the lead on a greeter, like a grand treasure. And we were all super pumped because, you know, there's, we're like, this is going to be the third one. We're going to find it with Felix. And, and anyways, we, we get here, we get across and there's these robots and everything. But Felix chatted to them and, and, they seemed kind of scared of Felix, and anyways, one thing led to another, and Felix came back to us, and he said, we have to stay here, specifically us, while he goes somewhere else. He didn't say why, but he was going to be gone, but while he was gone, we had to stay here, work with the Mechanos, and use this tower to to find grand treasures. Peterson is going to talk to Zippy, and he's going to say, I think it's fairly obvious that Felix abandoned them to get the treasure for himself. Seems pretty on par for Felix. Or uh, uh, actually, I won't say anything because I don't want to mouth anything. I'll just, I'll just nod as if I'm nodding to her, but I'm nodding to Peterson. And and she's like, but you know, this tower. The the gist of it is is it's it's kind of like a, it's like an interplanar teleporter thing like like you go in the room and and the towers light up and and everything goes white and you're in a new plane and somewhere new completely randomly i've been to thousands of different places and i've actually found like evidence of maybe entrances to certain grand treasures and stuff it's the fastest way for greeters like us to really kind of knock a billion grand treasures out yeah but you do know you're working with a bunch of machines who slaughtered another race what yeah the whole fey people maybe they haven't brought you that to that plane because it's a sore spot for them but i've been they, to the fey wild they kill well i mean i have okay been to there. me well my friend told me he, they they slaughtered tons of them well, I, I guess, well, did he say that? I don't know. <laughs> that guy needs to tell me more things. Like, listen, I get they're dangerous and weird in their own way, but we kind of have to use each other because they can map out where we've gone and and they have the technology for us to come back as well. That's what these suits are for. Well, they um, captured my fae friend and it looks like they tried to kill him. So uh, clearly, there's some truth to what Are I'm you the saying. guys that destroyed that tower that I heard about. Look, I I don't know who did. You could have got me killed. Listen, like if that went <laughs> wrong, I could be like it, I could have got teleported into freaking lava. We didn't have much of a choice. We we. What do you mean be- you didn't have a choice? Did you even talk to them? 
They sh- they tried to. We were climbing up the mountain, and they shot us and tried to kill us immediately. That doesn't seem right. Well, they did, and so we had to run for it. And Leslie abandoned us. Oh my goodness! L- look, lady, I'm gonna shatter this orb unless you give me a good reason not to. Well, there there is no specific orb in there, but but uh, listen. D- you said you were looking for grand treasures too, right? Like, let's we can use this, right? You you want it too? We can we can get you there. So we're gonna like fast forward to the end of the story. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the, warp, the warp whistle. Without Darian too, so it'll be all mine. <laughs> Oof. Um, <laughs> but listen, we don't have too much more time. Okay, fine. I don't let have me, much. Let me talk. Wait, can I if, insight if you, checker? Uh, sure. Rat insight check. Oh my gosh! I have. While you're stats. rolling that, she's just. While you're rolling that, she's just gonna say. Uh, but listen, let me talk to them. I'll, I'll smooth it down. They'll they'll think you can be another traveler like me. Like no, and, no, and no. They saw they saw me down there with the with the fae with my fae friend, and. Uh, they probably already have a good idea of what I look like, and so I'm going to keep this helmet on. I'm not going to stick around much uh, for for me to get caught. You just show me all the info I need, and I'll do with it what I will. Well, they're not going to let you leave the room with the helmet and everything on, but... Oh? But... Well, I, and I don't think you can even use the, the, the basically the teleporter right now, because you broke the tower. Well, then what are we going to do? Why, what are you going to show me? I don't know. I was I was just gonna get you to be safe and, and cool with the mechanos and no, and you can no, no, join no, our no 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 no. That's not gonna happen. It's just not. Is there another thing? Can you at least can you at least find me where you think they would show me where you they would take my friend if he was still alive? They wanted to capture him. Is this not the main tower? Would they bring him here? Uh, well. I- I, yes, they, they probably either brought him here or to Otto, but I've never even been there. Where's that? It's deep underground. Underground, oh my goodness. Um, like in the center of the crater out there? Yeah, like deep beneath this tower too, yeah. Is there an entrance with the, the... Like I, I couldn't guide tower? you. I'm not. I'm not Leslie. Oh, really? uh, but I'm not. Wait. Uh, no. I, I. I. don't know. Well, your boyfriend's I, I, probably there too. And don't you want to save him? I don't even know what's going on with that guy. He was fired at too, when uh, and I'm pretty sure injured when uh, they attacked what? us. Leslie. No. Oh my. God. Oh my God. Is he okay? Well, I don't. I don't know. He had like look. They shot him and then looked like they had, like, mechanos plating under. I don't know. It it was really confusing, but it looked like he may have been injured. Yes. I would die for that boy, for that man, for that hunk man. <laughs> well, if I you're willing die to him. die for him, he's the one who who we agreed to help. Okay, okay, listen, listen, here. listen. I'll work with you. I'll sneak you past everything as long as you can help me find Leslie, Okay. It always comes down to love, huh? Did he say anything? Oh, shut up. Let's Did he say the here. word? <laughs> Just show me where to go. Should I keep this outfit on? No, well, 
Yeah, I I wouldn't recommend keeping it on, but I have this cool unless, unless you're going in the room. I point at my I, like pile of uh, armor that I made before. Is that better? Uh, that looks pretty bad. Why is it all pink slimy stuff on it too? Oh, none of your business. Um. Well, fine. I'm gonna take this off. I'm still gonna keep uh peterson behind my head because i don't know if she's gonna like the fact that i kept him hidden can i give Uh, her uh that insight check uh yeah what's the insight check so i have a rat's stats up here (laughs) it's basically it sucks but my wisdom is zero so i rolled a 13 you get to use your stats because it's wild Ah. shape it's not polymorph okay well then in that case 19 Okay. I just want to know, um, is she trying to trick us? Uh, you, I, whenever she's talking about Leslie, she is 100% genuine. She is head over heels for that, for that tubby little tiefling. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she seems genuine and she seems like she's willing to help, especially if Leslie's involved. Okay. And is that all I get? Yeah. Okay. And she seems to be honest about the rest, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, well, I'm going to put on the armor. I'll take off the outfit, then put on my other armor, because I worked hard on it. And I'm like, fine, I'm ready. Now, let's go save your boyfriend and my friend. Okay, okay. Um, right. Uh, okay, we got to get through the tower. We got to figure a way to sneak past everything. Um, okay, like, I'll be fine but they usually kind of just escort me from here to like where the rest of us are holed up if we get back there we could get everybody else on board and figure out a plan but if if we're gonna try and sneak right now it's gonna be tough if i leave they're gonna be looking for me we should if you're up for it You'll somehow, I don't know what kind of magic you got or something, but, uh, I don't, I don't really have any. And you can see looking at her wrist now, she has these little handcuff bracelet things, um, that, well, you didn't really see it, but they're similar to the thing that was wrapped around, uh, Darian's neck when he passed out. Wait, so you like Um, these guys and you still let them handcuff you? Well, we have to conserve our energy to to travel like we have to conserve our magic because it uses so much of our life force is that what they told you (laughs) what do you mean brainwashed what (laughs) (laughs) um it doesn't matter look i could care really i couldn't really care a lot about your whole love life thing but it's okay okay listen hear me out hear me out okay well you'll sneak with me you'll you'll man do you have any shrink stuff i i kind of pinch i kind of pinch with my claws zippy a little bit because i i kind of saying like and then i oh i can't communicate telepathically um can i no i don't think i can no i'm just gonna pinch and trying to communicate i have a method of shrinking us but i still don't know if that's too dangerous though yeah, I'm not I mean, trying to keep you. Out. I'm not trying to keep you out of this. It's just like I don't know. Like this could all just go. No, no, no. I, I know. And like you can interpret that however you want. But I'm just going like a little. 
Yeah. What I'm thinking is you come back with me back to where I'm staying. Um, you meet the rest of us and, and they'll be willing to help too. Especially if they know Leslie's involved. I'm sure they'll bend over backwards. They haven't met him, but they've heard me talk about him a lot. But but we'll we'll get there. And then at a time when nobody would suspect any of us missing, we'll sneak through. But right now, they, they're going to know if I leave. Oh, I hate this girl so much. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. I really don't want to go with her, but I feel like Seth wants me to. Listen, I'm just playing the character. But I don't want to go all the way down again. <sighs> okay, I still have Polymorph, so I could keep you in your rat form for a while longer if need be. How long will it take to get to your apartment? I'm running on a clock here. Like 15 minutes. And you think you can get me there safely? Or you said I had to shrink down? Well, the thing is, I'm going to be escorted. Mm. No, we play by my rules. I'm sorry, but I'm more worried about my friend than I am about, I don't know, the greeters, to be honest. And... He would do the same for me, I think. <laughs> I just spit water all over my laptop. Freak me. <laughs> um, Maybe. And so, what you say sounds great. And I you would hear like footsteps to... coming from behind. The robot's coming back with the water. But I'm going to keep... The... I'm going to take the outfit I had in the helmet. And I'm sorry, but I wish you the best. I think I'll do my best to save your boyfriend, but I need to do this alone. I'm going to whisper. If I'm in the back of his head, I'm going to like kind of whisper yeah. at the end of his ear, hoping he kind of like travels down the ear canal, I guess. I'm going to say, hide in a locker. Uh, I was thinking of putting the doorknob on the floor and getting out of here. Actually, that's a better idea. Okay, do that. You see, <laughs> you see, the door opens, and before you put like any doorknob in anything, the robot comes in. Wait, did I take out like, my outfit? Off my outfit? Uh, the outfit? Yeah, didn't you take it off? The helmet? <laughs> or you took off the helmet? <laughs> oh, great! Oh my god! And the robot comes in and is like, "Hey, so I got that water you asked. What? Uh, who are you, intruder?" intruder and you see Lara looks at the robot looks at you and here's how you're like gonna find Leslie without her and she just breathes and it's like and she just runs over grapples the robot flips it over her shoulder slams it down and just punches it in the orb and and just repeatedly punches it and you hear the (laughs) robot just say Ow, 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 breaking, or, or, ah, ah. And uh, it smashes and sizzles. And she looks at you guys and it's like, and her hands kind of like bleeding, her knuckles are bleeding a little bit. And she's like, okay, I'll do it by your rules. Just bring me to see Leslie, please, anything. I can't do it alone. All right, then follow me. And I put the doorknob into the ground and then I lift the door up. And we're going to cut. To Darian. Ooh. Oh, I'm, 
I, I hope I made the right decision. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> um, Darian, your head is woozy. There's blood from your nose. Your hands still throbbing in pain as you feel your arms are kind of lifted above your head in handcuffs and you feel the collar still around your neck. But you're kind of on your knees with your hands suspended in the air as you see you're in a pitch dark room. Uh, And even with the night vision, it's just oppressively dark. And uh, you can't see the walls. They're too far away from you if there are any. And you're just kind of chained up there. And you just hear a voice and a red orb way off in the distance glows. Galadrin, you have come a long way from the Fae, my child. I'm no child of yours. Why, why hide behind these shadows? Who is this? You must work carefully when dealing with your kind. I have much experience with you and your time. Why have you come here? And how have you found us? I came looking for answers. Looking for (laughs) a lost lover. Not of mine, but... For a friend, I guess. That is strange indeed. I am here for revenge. The Feywild won before, but they won't win again when I'm through. Fey child, I have scanned your body. And you have traces of the Slayer in your blood. What do you have against the Feywild? Why do this? You invaded us before. Why do it again? They have something we need. A grand treasure of our maker. Of your maker? Yes. Who is your maker? Same one as yours, I suppose. The god of life works in mysterious ways. That... That can't be true. You're... You're artificial. We are closer to you than you think, Aladrin. What is your name? My name is Otto. And yours... Darian, but there are very few Mechanos with names. Yes. Are you one of them? I am. I am more Mechanos than any of them here, but larger. I did not come to kill you. I have come to work with you. If you will hear me out. How could you?
could you ever hope to convince me to work with you? Well, you seem to not have an issue working with the Magnos, considering this. And you see a claw descends from the ceiling out of the blackness and is holding your switch sword. A bastardization of my people, but still, you do not seem to fear us like the other Fae if you are using our technology. No, I see it as a tool. And that's all that was to me, was a tool. A means to an end. A, maybe a way of finding something to cross the barriers between the Mechanos and the Fae. But you're slowly wearing that hope down in this situation. Well, Darien, while I seek revenge with every circuit and magical core in my body, I still want minimum casualties on both sides. Those seem to contradict each other. Yes. Why? I do it for my maker. And answers. But larger and I think you need some time to think. No, I have more questions. How no. do you how you do you know this maker? And we will speak later. Wait, no. I'm not finished with you, Aladrin. No, why? And the red light what, fades what away. What vengeance? Why? And you feel the chains on your arms as you kind of start getting dragged backwards. Um, and you're getting dragged by your hands. Uh, and you just feel shocks through the chains as you black out again and take damage. You awake again in a pit, in an ice cave, without your armor, without any of your items, and without your sword. You are just at the bottom of this pit, and it's ice walls up, and it's very cold, and you can just see some light shining through that's reflected off ice and everything, but above you, even in the ceiling, it seems like you're in an ice cave, and your hands, now that you can see them in the light, are scarred and black and burned and bloody. And the only other thing in here is a note and a fishbowl with Drac and the fish inside. <laughs> and it's on the other side, uh, other side of this pit. The pit is about 30 feet in diameter. And it's about it's about uh, eighty feet deep. It's just a cylindrical I, hole. I go over to the fishbowl to to see the note and to check on Draken. Kid, I told you this was over your head. Oh gosh, you're still here. What happened? Oh. They brought me here there? and took you away. Were you not there in the room? No, but they left this note. And it just says, I thought you would enjoy this company with your little pet. Uh, and it just says, Otto. Draken, how much, how much do you know and remember of the, of the Mechanos Feywild war, war? None of it. 
I, I wasn't there for it. My time was far before that. But to hear how they've damaged the Feywild does irk me to my core. Look, he's... I met a being in there by the name of... by the name of Otto. He's... he's a fourth gear level being. He's a crown mechanos. Beings as powerful as Archfey. That's... This just got way more dangerous, and he's out for something. Something's hidden in the Feywild, and he's looking for revenge, and he knows my relation with Caspin. Caspin's my father. He was an Archfey who came after your time. And they're plotting something, and I don't know what. And now I fear for the Feywild. I fear for my friends there and my family. Well, we'll have to figure something out. I'll help you, Darian. We'll do this. Together. Well, good. Because right now we've only got each other. And really... I never thought I'd imagine myself locked in the bottom of an icy pit talking to a fish. I did. I saw this well, coming a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. You know, this grand evil source. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can laugh here. There's not a lot to laugh about, really. I've got nothing. I've got nothing left. Well, we'll see about that. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh, no. Zero, one, one, zero, zero, one. Zero, 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 one, zero, one, 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 zero, one, zero, 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 one, one, zero, zero, one, zero, one.